0: Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Bridge the Gap. We're connecting business perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary and an independent financial advisor with Cher McKinley Group. And today with me virtually over, I guess, over the internet, I have the lovely Tricia Stetzel with me. Tricia, what is going on?
1: Hey Colton, it's so good to see your face. I'm really excited about the episode today. So my name is Trisha Stutzel, I'm the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and I'd like to talk about the purpose of our podcast, if that's okay with you, Colton. So together, Colton and I interview local business professionals and industry experts. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender and life experience gap in business through our own unique styles of gathering information from our guests
0: and we couldn't be here without our sponsor so i have to thank uh mr jim butcher who is a relationship banker with allegiance bank he is a great individual to connect with um, and a great personal banker as well so why don't you go ahead and introduce our incredible industry expert today
1: yes i'm super excited to have uh dennis stetzel on the show say hi to everyone hey everyone (laughs) okay literally i love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Dennis is a Focal Point Certified Business Coach as well as a Focal Point Certified Executive Coach. He's the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions here in League City. Dennis works with teams, executives, team executives, and teams as far away as Sri Lanka and as close to home as Seabrook and many places in between. Dennis, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here.
0: Dennis, and I'm going to jump into questions because I'm I, just from the bio, I have a I'm really curious about this. What's the difference between a business coach and a executive coach?
2: It's a great question. Uh, the main difference between business coaching and executive coaching is business coaching is focused on the company and business performance, and its home is typically CEO, president, owner, really focused on you know the running of the business and and making sure that the business is operating <clears throat> in a way that that is is produces positive profit, right. Executive coaching is focused more on personal growth, organizational performance, and it spans the full spectrum of an organization, most notably the leaders or potential leaders. So it could be the CEO, it could be the owner, it could be the president, but more more often than not, it's high potential employees, aspiring managers, managers, executives, who have an impact on the company's performance itself. Right. It, It can also be, for someone who is adapting to a new role, trying to position themselves for a future opportunity, and in some cases, you know, improve their performance.
0: So executive coaching does sound like it's a huge piece um, because again, it indirectly affects your bottom line. I love it.
2: It does, it does very much so. I mean, those are the people who really have to fit within the culture and operate within the culture and communicate effectively in order to make that business, that business run.
1: Well, and interestingly, it's not just, and I guess in my mind, I would, you know, I would think that it's about performance, right? You bring in this, uh, this uh, coach to help somebody get out of the hole that they've dug, right? Uh, I love that it's for people to better themselves. uh, And it's really about them um, being better managers, leaders, executives. So what exactly, Dennis, does an executive coach do?
2: Well, they're there to increase an individual's professional effectiveness and and it is a partnership just like an athletic coach right it's a partnership um with a business leader and it really it's a creative process and that creative process is designed to essentially maximize their strengths minimize their weaknesses and ultimately get them to perform at their personal best right there are two areas there's hard skills and soft skills in the hard skills area these are work on things like delegation communications time management productivity and overall effectiveness and then in the soft skills area managing change clarifying the vision making it able to communicate a vision thinking strategically thinking strategically um, mastering conflict resolution and in general just problem solving
0: and so with individuals because you're, you're hearing a lot how millennials people my generation you know, they're coming out and they're creating tech companies or social media or or all this other stuff. And they're, they're, you know, they're making money. So what's the importance of someone like me coming to an executive coach? um, You know, people who are late twenties, early thirties. Well, let me, so
2: maybe I turn that around and I'll ask you a couple of questions to demonstrate the point, right. And, And why that's important. So I just came from a let's pretend for a second that I just came from one of my major clients and they decided to pay me in cash. And I have a whole stack in front of me of hundred dollar bills. Now I'm going to, I'm going to give that to either one of you. It's yours for the taking, but you just have to answer a question for me and I'll make it two questions. Either one of these, you can answer the question. Did this stack of money come from a millennial, a Gen Xer, which one?
0: Most likely a general Xer would be my assumption. I mean, I'm guessing. Okay.
1: What okay. if I said it doesn't matter? Does it? It's a stack of money.
2: Well, that's, that's, that's actually the point, right? Money doesn't care. I mean, when you, to run a business, a business continues to run on money. We don't care as business leaners, business owners, or we shouldn't, how that money comes, you know, who, who's purchasing your product or your service. You can replicate or copy a product or a service Anybody can do that. But the successful companies are the ones that can communicate, relate to, market to, and really uh, connect with a wide variety of, uh, of individuals, whether they're a man or a woman, whether they're a millennial or a Gen Xer, whether they're a baby boomer, it doesn't really matter. So the millennials who are out there you know, creating these new companies, if they're, not, if they're not learning how to be effective listeners – multi-generational, and we call it is omnidirectional development. This omnidirectional development is, is super important in running a business, unless you want to segment your target audience and your money-making capabilities to a, very, to a subset of the entire community that could be paying you for your services.
1: Wow, so yeah, I, like what I hear, so the answer to, to Colton's question, I feel like is Colton, you need to go get a coach. <laughs> he's, he's tripping me I'm out. I'm just kidding. I know, right? No, but the importance behind where is that money coming from, right? I love that. I I love the idea of does it. Who are you selling your product or service to, and if you don't know how, that's where the coach comes in.
0: Right. It doesn't matter how young you are, or how old you are.
2: No, it it really doesn't. Now, how and how you relate to those people and how you market to those people, it's going to be different, right? So the demographics of your environment should mimic the demographics of the people who you sell your products or services to. And if you can't mimic it, you at least should understand how to communicate, right? You should at least understand what that market segment looks like, what they're asking for, how they're consuming your message, how your message is written. Because it's not necessarily, as you guys have talked about on this program, and I love this program for that reason, people hear things differently. You can say the same thing over and over and over again, but your filters, your internal filters are going to interpret them slightly differently based on your experiences, your age, uh, your socioeconomic status, your profession. But at the end of the day, the business, the stack of $100 bills doesn't really care.
0: Yeah, it's, that's solid. And so that's going to lead me to, the, to this next question. You know, whenever you're looking to work with a coach, what are, what are questions or what are things that people need to look for before partnering with one?
2: I'd say three, three key things. Number one is experience. You, you need to work with someone who's achieved success in a variety of environments, right? It, it's defined differently and achieved differently depending on a number of different factors within an organization. And the experience of that coach, of your coach, is something that you, as the client, get to leverage through the coaching process, through the coaching process, and then you move more quickly towards your goal based on that experience. You essentially get to leverage everything that that coach knows, uh, but secondarily uh, is having a program. So it's one thing to go in and have good, solid talks and talk about experience and. Learn from those experiences, but if the coach doesn't necessarily have a program that takes you from point A to point B with an established goal within a timeline, then really all you're doing is a, you know, therapy sessions. And then third is you have to have a personal connection, have to. You're going to be revealing challenges, right? Your, your coach is your confidential sounding board, and if you're not comfortable throughout that process talking about challenges that you have personally and professionally that are roadblocks. And you're not willing to receive or the coach themselves is uncomfortable giving, you know, giving you that candid feedback. It's not going to be an effective relationship for either. Uh, you know, some people just aren't meant for each other. And I tell people when uh, when we get into an engagement, I'm not for everyone. And so the vetting process goes two ways. But that personal connection is super important. So experience, having a program and a personal connection, I see, I would say are the three key areas to dive into.
0: And Dennis, what's interesting, and I hear this a lot talking to other professionals, when you say building a relationship, a big key aspect of that is trust. So whether you're a business coach, an executive coach, a financial advisor, you have to trust the person that you're that you're working with. Because if you trust them, you know that they have their best interests in mind. If they can't trust you, what you said is exactly right. It's, you know, we don't just come accept everybody that comes to the door. It's, do we want to work with you? Just as do you want to work with us? I mean, it's absolutely a vetting process. I love that. Um, and, that and that's, I love it. Um, and so Dennis, great information. Uh, Trisha, do you have something else that I do want to ask them a random question? I got a good one.
1: Uh, it's it's just, it's you can't help yourself. You're ready to go, you're ready to go. Yes, so I do, I want to, um, because the whole reason we're doing this virtually right is because of where we're at in the state of affairs right of the world and I think it's important to note that there are still a lot of businesses out there that are busy things have changed in their businesses so Dennis I know that you um, wanted to talk a little bit about an upcoming event so if you'll go into that first before Colton destroys you with his crazy question (laughs) that that would be awesome
2: Yeah, the the most compelling event coming up for all of us is the restart of the economy. That's that's truly like the big events. Our businesses are going to reopen. But at this point, businesses and business leaders, they're going to be thrust into a set of unknowns that absolutely are going to drive change, that leaders are going to have to listen differently, engage differently, communicate, interact, and they're going to drive success differently than they did prior to this situation, right? There's a lot of different ways that, that I can help in that regard. Um, so if you just go to teamrxc.com and check out the different webinars and programs that we have one may, one may stick, or you can schedule a 30 minute 30 minute business booster, uh, session with me and we can talk a little bit bit more about what challenges you have uh, in your, in your future.
0: Hmm. No. And that's, that's great information, Dennis. Um, and now I know, so usually I give a and or, or random question. However, I'm curious to know because I know that like me, loves love snowboarding. Uh, I, I love it as well. So I got to ask you this. Where is your favorite? If you can choose anywhere, where would you go and snowboard? And it could be international. It doesn't have to be in the country. Where would
2: I go? That's a great question. If it could be anywhere in the world, it'd probably be the Swiss Alps.
0: Okay, you and me, you and me both. Hey, let's go take a trip. (laughs) Let's do (laughs) it. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Well, Dennis, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, It's great to just to be able to have a conversation with you and just just hear your expertise because you've been doing this for a while. I mean, you have a lot of experience. Like you said, one of the three things that when you uh, vet someone that you want to work with, like your coach. So thank you for coming on the show.
2: Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.
1: It's really great to have you. So I have one last set of questions. What generation do you belong to? Generation X. Gen X. And which generation do you most identify with? Gen X. Um, okay, I was going to say, please don't say through. baby boomers. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: uh, him, still, him snowboarding, is that gives him some millennial props too, just saying. So. I'm thinking
1: so. I'm thinking so for sure. I did.
2: I did go through the conversion. I grew up as a skier and then uh, made the switch and uh, it's, it's so much better on my knees.
0: (laughs) I love it. That's great.
1: So, so, so are you saying you snowboard uh, because you're old or because you're, (laughs) or because you're young? I don't know. (laughs) I,
2: well, I, I actually snowboard because I was peer pressured by my young son who was probably not going to be seen with me on the slopes in skis.
0: So, <laughs> you get bored of me, right? That's all that matters.
2: Right. right, <laughs> Exactly.
0: So Dennis, awesome. let's do this. Go ahead. Um, give us uh, your business information. So contact information and how people can reach you and please fill out um, your email and, and business name and things like that.
2: Okay. So uh, the website is www.teamrxc.com. Uh, you can reach me at 281 216 4086. And the email address is dstetzel, D S T E T Z E L, at focalpointcoaching.com. Perfect. Perfect. Thank,
1: thank you. you so much for being with us today. And hey, Colton, can we do a shout out to Mr. Jim Butcher again?
0: I can definitely do another shout out. So thank you, Jim, again for. Uh, for allowing us to put this together. Thanks for being a sponsor. Again, he's a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank.
1: And if there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. We'd also love for you to subscribe and share this podcast.
0: Yes, and now on to my ending disclosure. So compliance, Mr. Hayes, this one is for you. So my name is Colton Cockrell. I'm with Sharon McKinley Group, LLC we located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member the FinRocific. Sherma McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.
1: And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives.